is episode 14, Building Your Massage Business Without Burnout, with Alicia Crook. Hello and welcome to the Make Money with Massage podcast, where we show you strategies to successfully market and promote your massage business. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. Whether you want to earn $20,000 a year, $50,000 a year, or $100,000 a year, whether you want to work part-time or whether you want to have a booming massage business, this is all possible with just a few simple tweaks to your marketing. And although it is very, very possible and very easy, it's something that a lot of massage therapists fail to do. They fail to follow the simple proven steps to success. And as we know, when we come out of massage school, out of massage college, we may be very well equipped to provide wonderful massage treatments, but they do not equip us to build successful businesses. They do not adequately give us a strong business foundation. So in today's episode, I'm going to be speaking with Alicia Crook, who is also a massage business coach, but she's also got a vast amount of experience. She's had a very, very successful practice in Victoria where she took it from a solo practice and then built it into a multi-modality, multi-therapist, very, very successful, busy clinic, which then she sold and is now working directly with massage therapists, helping them build successful massage businesses. Now, the things that we talk about in this interview, it's not rocket science. These are very, very simple Practical steps that you can implement immediately, put into action straight away to turn your massage business around. So hang around to the end, listen to everything because there is a wealth of knowledge being shared here. And just if you just implement just some of what we talk about in the next 45 minutes to an hour, you will see differences in your business. Have you visited makemoneywithmassage.com yet? If you're looking for great-looking, professionally designed client intake and reporting forms, then you can find a link at makemoneywithmassage.com or you can go directly to massageforms.net. But these forms are the same forms that I use in my own clinic and I've been providing them to clinics and educational facilities around the world for the last 10 years. They look fantastic and they cover 90% of what you need to do as far as your client reporting is. And if a form isn't there that you need, well, you just contact us and we'll actually create it for you. So that's makemoneywithmassage.com or go to massageforms.net. Now, as always, we want to be presenting you with information that you want to know about. We want to be answering your questions. We want to be moving you towards the size of business that you want, whether, as I said, whether you want a a small part-time affair that's just going to supplement your income or supplement the household, or whether you want to build a large business, whether you want to be full-time, whether you want to have staff. So anything that you want to know about the business management, marketing, software, whatever, Send me an email at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. That's tim at makemoneywithmassage.com and we'll get that question answered for you. Now, as always, the show notes for this episode can be found at makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 014. That's makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 014. And there you will find a summary of what we discussed in the interview, as well as links to all the resources and pages and how to contact Alicia. So that's makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 014. Okay, so without any further ado, let's cross over to the interview. Hello and welcome to the Make Money with Massage podcast. And today's guest is a remedial massage therapist and business owner who, who built a very, very successful multi-modality and multi-therapist clinic down in Victoria. And she has since moved on and become a, a business coach for massage therapists. So without any further ado, I'd like to, to welcome Alicia Crook to the, to the show. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you, Tim. Alicia, before we move on, because this is like, I find in in my sort of line of work that a lot of massage therapists don't sort of really see the need for help. They think that they they know a lot about 
marketing. And I was actually talking to to another marketing friend of mine the other night, and I said it, it's it's scary that that marketing is just one of those things that everybody thinks they know something about, but in reality, very few people know anything about it. So, before we go on, can you just tell us a little bit of background about yourself, and then we'll, then we'll go into to maybe why a lot of uh, massage therapists fail, around about 95% of massage therapists fail, and the very, very simple steps that they can take to actually build a very successful business. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Well, Tim, I got into massage because I had scoliosis as a teenager, so I was diagnosed when I was 13 and had back surgery to correct it, so um, ribs and discs removed and fused with 10 vertebral levels. Um the journey that I had with massage helped the spasming in my back both before the surgery but then also helped me to heal afterwards. Um, so that on that physical level, that was awesome. And then also on an emotional level, becoming really comfortable with who I was as a teenager that didn't look like my friends. Um, so massage was a really massive part of my journey growing up. I decided that I wanted to become a massage therapist. A lot of my family was self-employed. And so I thought, you know what, I think I want to take this, you know, this gift and I want to go and run my own business. And I thought, oh, this will be amazing. And, you know, five years in, I'm going, huh? Like, I just thought it would be builded and it would happen. And I loved it. And I was getting great results and it was amazing. And, you know, like I wanted to run my own business. So I worked at a chiropractic clinic. I, I worked up at Matt Hotham at the ski fields doing a season up there. Um, and when we came back from there, I thought, you know, I think it's really time to do this myself. And I went and rented a room. I called it the Ocean Grove Remedial Massage Center, even though it was just me in one room with the grand ideas of what I wanted to, where I wanted to take it. So that's kind of, I guess, my story in a nutshell. Awesome. And then obviously from there, it, you, you, you did come into putting contractors on and then changing your business model and, and then eventually building an asset that you, that you sold and gone on to now help and work directly with other massage therapists to find success, which is, um, uh, which is amazing. It's also something that I'm very passionate about yeah, as well. Absolutely. Okay. So let's, so let's, let's start at the very beginning. All right. What's the biggest mistake most massage therapists make when they go out into business? <laughs> I think the the biggest mistake that we make is that if we take it back even one step further, I think as like I teach part of the diploma, I'm a sessional teacher at the, um, the local TAFE, and I think one of the biggest mistakes we make in the, when we teach it, we teach them how to treat really well. We teach all about, you know, trigger points and stretching and my fascia release, which is amazing. Of course, you need that. And then we do this business unit, which is usually towards the end of the course. Nobody cares. Create some business plan that's going to sit on the shelf and never be used again uh, to cover off a whole of framework um, and that's really about it. And then it's like, okay, now go forth then because, you know, like uh, something like 90% of massage therapists are running their own business. So hmm. we basically don't equip them to actually go out into the world to be able to do what they need to do. So the biggest mistake is that, unfortunately, we're not actually educating them and equipping them with the skills and tools that they need to be able to do what most of them are going to actually go into the workforce doing. Hmm. I agree. I think you know, being an educator myself, moving on, but I, I know that when I – was doing my actually so with my certificate for I think we were sort of the education system itself didn't sort of help us they actually gave us a false impression because when we had to do our business model and go up and do our our uh, okay business plan and our marketing plan none of us were marketers and none of us had ever worked in massage before so how are we going to develop mm -hmm. a marketing plan based on something we had never ever worked in it was so so that was a that was doomed to failure in the first place mm -hmm. and so what we did is we just went around like we, we had to work in groups of three or four so we just walked up the street walked in every massage you know, clinic took took flyers took business cards everything else and then we just came back to it all in, in the middle of the table and just borrowed very heavily on it and, and just and just repeated what was uh, you know, what we saw being used out there mm -hmm. and then we were marked we were, and, uh, yeah mark competent yep now you, now you've passed yeah. And that's and so so then we went out and we and we, we based all our our ma our marketing on that and I think this is this, this is a big problem is that just because another massage therapist is, is using that that approach or technique yeah doesn't necessarily mean it's working that's right I think flyers I'm yet to speak to anyone who said oh I did a bunch of flyers and my business went through the roof. <laughs> In fact, it's usually the opposite. Most people who are, um, you know, doing flyers are going, I did all these flyers. I did like 200 flyers and I spent all this time creating them and, and I delivered them and, and I'm now waiting for the phone to ring. I'm literally dusting my phone and it's just not, it's not working. 
And I think, um, you know, you asked me before, one of the biggest mistakes is I think um, <laughs> there's a few. <laughs> but if we're talking about marketing, it's understanding that people need lots of different touch points and that, yes, you can do one thing, which is do if you want to do flyers, you know, rock on, all power to you, go and do it. It's a great way to waste time. But you've also got to be then doing a whole heap of other stuff as well and, and look at the strategy that you've got because you need multiple vehicles to be able to get where you want to go. Mm, absolutely. I, I, I talk about flyers and business cards exactly the same way. That it's, 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 fly, it's, it's throwing a lot of mud against the wall and seeing what sticks. Mm. And, and like my business cards are basically used because on the back it says your next appointment. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's basically the only, the only time somebody gets yeah. my business card exactly. is when they're going to see me again. Yeah. You know, um, so, so, so that side of it, and, 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 and the other point is, is that what we do as massage therapists is we, we solve problems. So when we're talking to somebody on the street and hopefully, you know, when somebody says, what do you do? Hopefully they don't say, well, I'm a massage therapist. No, hopefully they say, I help people with X problem, do this, do this. And then they go, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Now, at that point, if that person doesn't have that problem, they're not really a prospect for you. Mm. So then if you give them a business card or a flyer, they go, oh, yeah, that's nice. I'll go put it with the other 50 on the bench. Mm. And then when they actually do have that problem or know somebody who has that problem, there might be a 5% chance that your card might be at the top of, the, of that pile or they might just go to the top one. Mm. So so it's basically you know, you, you know, your marketing, as you're saying, has to have, have, have various touch points but also – no, it, it, it's got to be valid to mm. the person, and, and uh, you know. So, so what? So what is a what's 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 one of your favourite marketing methods? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I um, I'm a big fan of social media. Um, I have basically my coaching business. That's all I use. Um, and in my massage business, one of the really amazing uh, blessings I would say in my life is that my husband's a digital marketing expert. So after five years or so when I was in my massage business, he'd been off and studied and was starting to get into the graphic design. He was starting to you know, understand branding and marketing and really utilising the web probably much earlier than most people would have because it was like, well, I should see if this could work. I guess I'll build Lisa, Lisa website. We'll get some branding happening. So we had consistency through what we were doing. So although it was just the first five years took a long time, within about 12 months I had five therapists all working out of that one room because of the marketing we were doing. Now in Ocean Grove where I'm from, there are 13,000 people. There are 35 other massage therapists within a 10K radius from my clinic and that number rises. Um you know, we were seeing over 100 clients a week and the most expensive clinic on the peninsula because we had our marketing right. And we're one of, we, we are still one of maybe three with a website. Like there's just so many people out there that don't have a website, don't have a web presence. And, you know, when I first started, you know, 19 years ago, if you went in the yellow pages, it wasn't worth even opening business. Nowadays, if you're not online, it's like nobody knows about you because we'll always have word of mouth and referrals. But when Mavis says to her cousins, sisters, aunties, twice removed, you've got to go see this person, they're amazing, the first thing people do is then go search you out online because they want to build trust. So I'm a massive fan of online, particularly social media, because it's it's very cheap, it's very easy to use, and I mean, there are more people on social media than any one country in the world now. It's it's not going anywhere, anywhere anytime soon. People are often, sometimes I'll speak to people who are like, oh, I hate social media. It's I just uh, Facebook just annoys me. And it's like, well, are you busy and do you want to be? Because unless you're seeing 90-year-olds, most people are on Facebook and it's about understanding how to speak their language. So exactly what you said before with the business card analogy, that what you want to be able to do in your marketing is actually create an emotional response in people. So that if you say, you know, like for example, I inspire exceptional health through remedial massage and Bowen therapies because I love treating complicated cases. Now, if, if that message doesn't resonate with you because you don't have a complicated case, awesome. What it should do is invoke an emotional response in you so that you're like, oh, but my mum really needs to come and see you or my auntie needs to come and see you or my husband needs to come and see you because you want them to be in that space where they're going, oh, cool, that's an amazing message. I get what you do. Yes, you do massage and Bowen, 
but you help complicated cases. Oh, cool. Well, you know, if you've got depression and disc problems and whatever, whatever, like, I love to see those people like, oh, bring it on um, and mess with their head a bit because it's kind of fun <laughs> as well as doing some treatment. So it's, you know, people can really, if you can get across what you do in the treatment room and why you do it, you need to be able to language that. So put that in, get some words around it and then be able to language that in your marketing. And it doesn't actually matter where you put that, but if people can get what you do before they even come in, then you won't be a, a therapist at home who wants to treat, you know, beautiful mums that are having babies and getting these meathead, musclehead gym junkies calling you because your message isn't right and vice versa. Because if you love treating the muscleheads, awesome, you're not going to be talking about the three things you could do for self-care between nappy changes because that message is not going to resonate with them. <laughs> for some. That's right, exactly. <laughs> now that's, no, that's very true. And it, it, it comes down to identifying your ideal client. And I'd like to, to welcome Barb along. Barb's uh, been a big support for me on, on Blab and in my other business venture. So thanks, Barb, for, you know, for coming along for a listen. Um, yeah, the, the identifying, and a lot of people just think, Build it, and they will come. And when we say who <clears throat> who should probably know who's who's your client, so everybody can benefit from massage, mm. and that's true. Everybody can, mm. but we've all got things that we you know that we're good at. Like I absolutely suck at relaxation massage. Yeah. I've been I've been bashing elite athletes. So so when so when people, um, you know when I when I talk to people, you've got to become a specialist. You've got to hone, and, you, and you've got to identify your ideal client. They go, well, I, don't, I don't know where to start. Mm. Well, I say the first the first place to start is who don't you want to treat? Yeah, take those take take those people out, out, out of the equation. Like my receptionist, she she has a list. Like I don't I don't work with pregnant women. Yeah, right. I, it just doesn't it doesn't you don't work resonate with really. them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. I, I don't 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 do reflexology. I don't do. And even though I have got qualifications and skills in that mm. area, those are things I don't like doing. Mm. Yeah. Right. So and. And the point is that we are, you know, we are judged on our performance. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's if somebody's idea of massage is you no, know, is spending in the steam room, you no, know, doing compotment and and carrying on, and they come to me for a massage and they have that expectation, they're going to walk out very very disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they're, and and they're not going to talk very highly of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to damage my business. Yeah. So you've got to you you've got to do something different. And, and the point is, as you said, you had thirty five other massage therapists mm-hmm. in a 10k radius i don't know how many massage therapists are in in a radius from me i've, I've got i can I, I i walk past about four a boards you know from where i park my car to my clinic yeah right so it's a like early heads it's a very touristy area and there's lots and lots of therapists there as well as you know rabina and so it's a very very busy area mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's a holiday area as well mm-hmm. and i'm like you like i charge between you know, 15 and 20 dollars above the mm. the standard price for the area and I get it. Yeah. And the reason why I get it is because I believe I'm worth it. That's right. And and I and and my clients believe I'm worth it. And, and that's, that's you no know, do you want to talk about pricing because yeah, this is another absolutely. area where Huge. people Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I'm glad you brought it up because one of the things that I find so many therapists say is that oh, I charge sixty dollars an hour because of the low socioeconomic area that I'm a, I'm I mean um, which cracks me up because, like, I would have had this conversation with people all over Australia. Now, Australia is in the 2% of the population of the most wealthiest people on earth. <laughs> so this is an awesome, it's an awesome topic of conversation because, you know, what I say is that most people who are accessing massage, when you value your, for some of this, when you value yourself, people will value you. Because whatever you object to, your market will object to as well. So if you object on price, so will they. If you object to working from home, so will they. If you object to the room that you're in, so will they. Whatever you object to, you'll see that in your market. When you learn to value yourself and what you do, people will pay it, no worries at all. Um, and I've tested this time and time and time and time again. And I've never had a therapist say to me, I charge $90 an hour and I've got no one. But I have many people say to me, I charge $60 an hour and I've got no one. Mm. And, you know, the thing with massage is that we know how valuable it is. Now, regardless of who you treat, we've, we usually have a really cool story as to why we got into the industry. But having said that, people don't access massage if they can't put food on the table. They just don't. It's just not 
it's not the first thing that comes to mind if you're in survival mode. But having said that, what we often do is judge our entire database on one or two people who are really struggling. Now, it could be because we've been a student for a couple of years and maybe we're reflecting that. Maybe we are at that survival mode right now. But are we our target markets? Because often we're not our own target market. And so we need to be valuing what we do, charging accordingly and becoming really congruent with that because I've never had, you know, I've never had the lady, I mean, I've got two kids, right, an eight-year-old boy and a six-year-old girl. My eight-year-old eats me out of house and home. Heaven forbid when he becomes a teenager. And I've <laughs> never had the lady at Aldi's become really uncomfortable when I'm checking out my peas or, you know, whatever I'm buying for him to just consume. Get really upset and really awkward over, oh, I'm so sorry that this costs more this week than it did last week. No, it's my choice whether I come and I buy $200 worth of groceries or I buy $30 worth of groceries. Like as a consumer, that's absolutely my choice. And whether I shop at Coles or Safeway or Aldi or whatever is my choice. And so I think that our our clients have the same opportunity. They can choose to come and see us because we've got a, a message or because we value our time and because they love what I do and they connect with it. Or they can go down the road and get a $50, you know, cheapy massage if that's what they want to do. But I know that people will pay what they think they're worth as well. And so if you're trying to attract people who are looking for that cheap treatment and you're advertising on Scoopon and stuff like that, then are you going to be attracting the right people or are you attracting people who are actually going to take food off your table so that you can do what you're passionate about? Um, and that's one of the biggest conversations that I usually, it's one of the first things I have with therapists is, cool, what are you charging? And most people are charging less than $70. And so mm. about overcoming that objection because it's not, it's not the low socioeconomic area. It's a whole heap of stuff that's going on internally. And I think that's, you know, we can talk strategy until the cows come home. I can teach people how to do a Facebook ad. I can teach them how to do whatever. But at the end of the day, if you don't value what you do, and the mindset's not right. It actually doesn't matter what strategy you teach. People aren't going to come on board with it because if they have, they don't value what they do or they're afraid of success, which a lot of people think they're afraid of failure, but I would say that there's actually a massive fear of success because honestly, mm-hmm. most people are doing really well at failing and that doesn't scare mm-hmm. them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Absolutely. what if it was successful? What if I was charging $90 an hour? What if I was seeing 25 clients a week? What if I had a marketing plan? What if it was working? And the thought of that actually scares people more than seeing less than five clients a week and charge of 60 bucks an hour. No, I agree wholeheartedly. Like the, the, you know, the, the sabotage and the, and the relationship with money or the fear of, 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 of yeah, the fear of success yeah. is, uh, it's, it's a big one. And, and that's what saying like everything starts with mindset. I know, I know that your program starts with mindset. My teaching always starts with mindset because I, you know, as coaches, sometimes yeah. we've got to, we've got to speak the truth and sometimes the truth isn't nice to hear mm. and you now you could turn around and say it's your fault you're broke mm. now what are you going to do about it yeah. no you've got you, you've got to start changing things within your belief system and and, and it's no it's not your business mm. and it's not it's not where you are it's not your location it's not the it's not the discount place up the road it's it's not the economic it's you mm. change you mm. change change the way you look at yourself believe that what you're doing is valuable i think i think the other side of it too is that sometimes people are naturally gifted and so what they do comes very very easily for them and they can't actually see okay what's the what's the big deal i can't actually see no this isn't hard for me so therefore i shouldn't be charging and i think think that's a mm-hmm. i think the other side of it too is that people think because so once again they think they want to serve everybody, but you don't need to have a huge list to be successful. We're saying at the moment, um, because of my retention rate and, and my return rate, which is another big thing that we'll talk about, is I haven't I haven't counted up my my client list because I've sort of just moved from one client to another. I would guess that my client list is still under say three hundred, mm. right? But those are those are very nice three hundred. Mm. They pay me ninety five bucks an hour, yeah. and I see on average twenty five yeah. a week, and that's all I want. Yeah. I don't want any more, yeah. right? Because I'm I'm doing other things. I'm doing this. I've got other projects. Mm. So I'm actually working on my exit strategy now. Yeah, yeah. Right, which will you know, somewhere along the way you, you can't 
tie yourself to your business yep. and, be, and become a slave. And I think, look, on that, with that magic number of 25 clients a week, that's who I used to, that's what I used to treat and that's what I feel really comfortable treating. But everyone has their own magic number and not everybody, like I say, not everybody wants to be running a multidisciplinary clinic with staff, etc. Some people, um, you know, I... Um, some people are like, I want to see 15 clients a week. I've got kids. I've got this. I've got that. Awesome. You know, there's no right or wrong magic number. Value your time and knowing what you want to see and then reverse engineering it and going, cool, well, if, if I want to see 15 clients a week and I'm currently seeing five, what do I have to do? And, yeah, once you value your time, you understand your niche market, the next thing exactly like what you said is about rebooking and getting retention. So we had a, a staff of nine at the peak of the clinic that I was running, um, and we had an 85% rebooking rate across the team. Um, I sat at 95% and most of my staff who'd worked with me for a long time also sat around the 90% mark. As a team, we were sitting at 85% because we can never fix people in just one session. It's just not possible. Um, and although we had a large database because we had a large team, it was about developing, you know, we really were there with them through their entire healthcare journey which didn't necessarily mean they came to see us all the time. But if they were seeing a chiropractor or an osteopath or a physio as part of their journey, then we would, I would, you know, we, we would do mentoring and training on how can we care for this person and, and look after them the whole way through. So just give them a call. Hey, you know, I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. How are you going at the physio? Because nine times out of ten, they're probably not going. Like, you know, and so it was like just checking in. It's like, you know what, can I actually see you next week? And then I'm between that time I'm going to ring the physio and actually book in. Of course, let's do that. And people didn't feel like you were ringing them to be like, hey, you need an appointment, which is really kind of what the chiropractic clinic I'd been at was very much like that. And they're still around in the area for the reception lady. My goodness, she's good, but she's really pushy. And I, yeah. I never wanted that, but at the same time often and this goes back to a concept that I think you would understand as a coach, both in the sports world and in the massage world, that it's about love and leadership because you've got to have love. And so many therapists have, you know, in the treatment room, there's compassion, kindness, care, love, nurture. That's even if you're smashing out, um, you know, elite athletes, there's still that I want to help you be able to succeed. But what happens is we take that hat into the business and it's like, oh, I just... I just want to help people. I don't want to have to make decisions about this stuff and I don't want to follow them up because if I follow them up, I'd be pushing them and that's not, I'm just not that sort of person. And it's like we've got to actually build the muscle of leadership to be able to go, I'm calling them. Will they come in for another treatment? Yeah, maybe. But the purpose of it is to actually help them on their journey because I'm going to be the most resourceful person in their lives so that if they ever need me, they're going to be, I'm, I'm going to be at the forefront of their mind um, and having that leadership to be able to rebook them, you know, and really have your outcome in mind. I want to see 25 clients a week and right now I'm seeing this many, right, well, what do I have to do to get there? It's about making those decisions to go, cool, well, I have to become more comfortable in rebooking them because then I'm going to take better care of my clients. That's it. <clears throat> Nothing. For, there's so many things in that. My head's just my head's just spinning. Um, <laughs> Talk a bit quick, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The point <clears throat> when you, how many times? And I'm, I'm talking to the audience now. You haven't seen like some somebody comes and sees you on a on a regular basis or semi semi regular basis, and then they stop. And then you you don't see them for a month. You don't see them for two months, and then you go, oh, wasn't Joe coming? Did I do something wrong? Oh, he mustn't like what I do. He must have found somebody better. Oh, oh dear. Why don't you get on the phone and say, "Hey, Joe, it's Tim. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just following up. Haven't seen you for a while. I know life gets busy. Just want to see how you're travelling. Now, how's, now, how's that sore back of yours? Now, Joe may say, "Oh, yeah. Look, Tim, I found, I found somebody closer, or I've, I've actually moved." My, my, my life situation has changed. I've actually moved to America or, or something like that. But more often they'll go, oh, geez, thanks for the call. I've, I've, totally, like, I've just been so busy. Mm. And this is what happens. Like people fall out of routine. And sometimes like I see it if somebody's booked in and then they get sick. Mm. 
And so they've got to cancel their appointment. Well, they've got to cancel their, their appointment for some particular reason. And they were in a routine with those appointments because they, they rebook after every appointment. Yeah. So when they so when they cancelled that that one appointment for whatever reason, that chain is now broken. Yeah. And then life gets busy. Life gets busy with me too. I, there's lots of things that I don't do. So, so that's, that's number one, coming back to that, excuse me, coming back to getting on that phone mm. is to, you know, follow up and, and like, I, I do it all the time and a, a two a two minute phone call ends up you know, being worth yeah. thousands of dollars because they get, they get back yep. into that into that routine. Yeah. The other thing too is about when we're talking about rebooking is that one thing I had problem I had very early on sort of coming out as I said I, I work mainly full time in elite sports so I, I didn't have a lot of clinic experience where I was sort of involved in charge of my own marketing mm. and so. One of the biggest problems I had was when a client came in and you'd be sort of you know, talking to him and they go, oh, yeah, and, and, and fed up the road. He had me coming in you know, twice a week or once a week and he had me in there for, for six or seven weeks, did absolutely nothing. It's useless, everything else. And I'm going, oh, God, how am I going to tell him I'm going to need to see this guy again? And so I basically didn't. Mm. And then, but but that's not doing me any good and it's not doing Fred any good mm. or, or the client any good because we know we can't fix anybody in, in one treatment unless mm. we we've got the magic wand and I haven't been able to find mine no. for the last few years. So, so it comes back to your price. So, so virtually you need somebody who, who can afford you, not once you need somebody who, who can afford you until this you're, yeah, and, and, and you, and you're open. I think when you, when, when, when you're talking about, when you're educating them right from the outset and what I say to, you know, to my people is that say, normally what I find with people who have similar issues with you, they normally need, X amount of uh, see me weekly for, for so long and then we can take it out to fortnightly and then our, our main goal is to get you out to you know, see you once a month or once every five weeks. Mm. But we'll, we'll we'll reassess every treatment. But at least they know a couple yeah. of things, that in, in the early stages they're going to be seeing me regularly, mm-hmm. but my goal is to push them out. So, so, so my goal isn't to see them every week for the rest of their lives. Mm. Okay, so and that's a big thing in, in rebooking. But the other big thing in rebooking is that they can – they, no, they, they can afford you. Mm, absolutely, yeah, definitely. Is there another is there another aspect that you uh, like to to talk about as far as you know, simple tweaks that for real that can, Well, but anything, no, no, but for any anything that's just going to like something that a massage therapist could go out and do in the next mm. five minutes or the next ten minutes or the next day or whatever, but just, just, just a tweak to their approach, a tweak to their business setup, a tweak to their client communication. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thinking about um, an example that I use is Coca-Cola. Now, clearly we're health professionals. I get none of us drink Coke, okay, because, we, you know, we're really healthy. We drink lots of water. <laughs> now, Coke is – that's right, that's right, with a bit of coffee in it. Um, now, Coca-Cola is one of the biggest brands on the planet, okay. There is sometimes access to Coca-Cola before you can get access to clean drinking water. Like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yet they still market. They still advertise. And whenever you see an ad for Coke, it's never, hey, here's a bottle, you should drink it. It's always, it's bubbly, it's bright, it's all happening. Look how amazing life is when you drink Coke, even though we know it's horrifically bad for us. And so with your marketing, if we can take the principles behind what they're doing and market something far better than Coca-Cola with massage, the principle behind what they're doing is that they're talking about the benefits, you're seeing the lifestyle, the story, and it's always happening. Rather than, hi, I've got like a you know Facebook post, and I see this all the time, $30 of massages, $30 of massage available all week, you know, or, you know, $50 appointments, or I've got this appointment, that appointment, that appointment, that appointment and it's like nobody's ever going to buy into that. Mm. But changing it to, I mean, there's a great you know, there's lots of images that you can purchase. And one of my favourite ones is the shocked kind of, you know, and it's like she's whispering to someone like, oh, you're joking. You've got appointments available. Really? It's like, look, we've just had one appointment open up tomorrow. Give me a call or book online. So there's a call to action and it sounds like it's all happening rather than you've got all this availability. Now, honestly, the job boy down the road who's going to book, they don't know that you've probably got 10 appointments available. It's about perception 
And so if you add value, add value, add value, talk about stretching, talk about, you know, think about the three to five things you do in the treatment room. What are you banging on about? I was always banging on about, you know, magnesium and water, 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 hydrate your muscles, hydrates everything, blah, 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 right? Water, water, water. I was a water Nazi. Seriously, people would call their water fountains Alicia and ask their staff if they had had enough of me today. Like, <laughs> I was really renowned for this. So one of the key, one of our pillars that we talk about on social media all the time was how much water have you had to drink today you know and I remember thinking oh we're posting about this water stuff is it actually working and having one of our regular clients who come in once a month for a checkup she goes hey I've been drinking more water since you've been posting that stuff on Facebook and I think it's helping I've noticed that my headaches I know they were heaps better since you've been working on them but they've actually gone now my shoulders feel more relaxed I'm sleeping better I think it's really working and in my mind, I'm like, hey, I think the marketing's really working too because we're mm-hmm. adding value. And, yeah, we would put out occasional, oh, we've got a spot available kind of post, but just really thinking about adding value in your marketing, when you're, particularly on social media when you're posting. And if you are going to post a come and buy my stuff post, which is what I've got appointments available is, have a strong call to action but make it sound like it's all happening. And that's something you can literally try today. Just have a crack. Find a really cool picture that, you know, it might be, it might be at a shock value. It might be at a bit of, um, you know, that Facebook meme that's like the people say the benefits of massage don't last or neither do the effects of showering. This is why you should do it regularly. You know, there's a, a Facebook meme. Grab that and, you know, just try it. Hey guys, you know, appointment has just come up tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Give me a call, save time, book online if you've got it so you've got that call to action. And just have a crack. I mean, we've got a, a great example is a guy from um, Jason. We just did a case study with. He's from Wangaratta, so country Victoria. Um, he was seeing about 15 clients a week and he had to go away. I think he was helping fight fires down in Tassie for about five weeks over summer. And he came back to Wangaratta and basically there were five Chinese massage places that had opened up in his clinic, like literally within five kilometres of his clinic. And he's like, Leach, I've got no one. Like, I've got no one at all. And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, he's like, I really want to work with you, but I've literally got no cash flow. So we worked with him on a couple of Facebook ads. We spent 10 bucks on one ad that I'm talking about. He got five bookings in 48 hours. He signed up to the program. He's smashed. He's also got a multi-level marketing business. He's grown both of them by what we teach, by understanding who his niche is, how to market properly, how to speak their language, and he spends. A, he has this minimal amount of spend, and he just totally smashes it all the time because he understands how his market works. So there you go. That's perfect. Just trying to think. I don't know if I've got a. <clears throat> I want to talk about about marketing jargon. Sure. Want to come to me and have some myofascial release followed by some dry needling followed by some some blah 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 no, blah blah. Not interested. Don't care. Because that, that's all that's all they hear is blah 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 blah. <laughs> because they don't understand like the number of times I've had people bring these brochures and liars in and go, what's, what's myofascial re- release? Talk something in the blah. Benefits. Are you marketing to your client or you're marketing to other therapists? Because when because when you're using those those that terminology even when you, you know if, if if you just say remedial massage syrups they go and mm. what do you do mm. because that's that's just a, a word massage is just a word so so in your marketing either visually by the picture that you're presenting mm. or your wording talk about the outcome mm-hmm. the saying as, as alicia says concentrate on what they're walking out the door with not what they're walking in the door with yeah. right because you know i see it and, and that's what i'm saying I, I can i can pull up any website and it just doesn't happen for me it doesn't it doesn't tell me what they do i mean it tells me what they do but i understand what they do because yeah. i'm a therapist so i understand that jargon yeah but joe blow off the street so, so just just imagine when you when you are wording your ad imagine you are talking to somebody who has never yeah had a massage before mm. has no idea of what massage is yep. and what massage does don't assume because you know what you do yeah, and, and, and don't does. assume that you know your results that everybody else does yeah absolutely and it's a huge thing that we talk about um when we're helping therapists build websites because the content that you put on your site is gold and people need to be able to the way i explain it is you need your website's like your mothership 
And if the language on there is what, 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 so I do this, I do that, it's all talking about you, I do this and I do that and this is what we do and the blur and the blur and, you know, some therapists say to me, oh, I've just got this, t- I mean, I'm one of 40 therapists in Australia and no one gets what I do. Well, the thing is, if I'm going to be really honest, nobody cares. Nobody cares what you do, what you've spent on your education and if you've got 50 things that you can offer. All they care is what's in it for them. So when we're putting that on in our website, it's like we want it, we need to be able to drive traffic traffic to the site. But here's the thing, if all we're talking about is blah, 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 and the same with flyers, et cetera, if you've got a website that truckloads of people come to and no one's actually calling you or booking online, it's like having flyers, printing them and then sticking them in your garage for the mice to eat. Like there's absolutely no point if what you're saying, you, it's great to have a site, but, I mean, I've spoken to people who have got 20,000 hits on their site a month and one person calls. So what it's telling me is that the message that they're putting out there is not resonating, that obviously people are clicking through from Facebook, so you often use social media to drive traffic to a site. That's cool, but then it has to have a call to action that actually resonates with that, that resonates with the person that you're sending there. And talking about the benefits, you know, we inspire exceptional health by remedial massage and bone therapies to help complicated cases. That kind of language, again, if that's not you, you're not going to hear anything and it won't resonate. Cool, but it will invoke a response to go, that's not me, but man, I know someone who will. And it's the same if you treat elite athletes, you want to be talking about, you know, results and action and getting back to it and whatever. They don't care how you do it. Literally, if you had a pair of fish, and, you know, and that worked, they actually don't care how you do it. That's it. So I'm just trying to bring up my website. Not that I don't really concentrate on my website too much, to be honest with you, because I get my my traffic through, well, my clients through referral. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and look, look, that's a really good point. Um, and this is something that we speak to a lot of therapists about because some people, I mean, like yourself, you're at 25 clients a week, you're charging what you're worth, you, you're happy, right? Like you said, for you it's an exit strategy. Awesome. Mm-hmm. For, for lots of people it's like they can do that, but the problem is is if they're having a quiet week, they don't know what to do. So that's where marketing comes in. Or if they move. Or if they have babies, that's that's a big thing that I say. People stop treating for whatever reason. Often it's to have kids or travel and they come back and it's like, crap, what's this social media thing? I don't have a website. Everything's changed because everyone just used to know who I was. Now they've found someone new. Now what do I do? So the what, when it comes to marketing, word of mouth and referrals are always going to be there. There's always going to be people going, oh, you've got to go see this person because they're amazing. And there's things that you can do to actually organically raise that. That's cool. But if you're having a quiet week, there's nothing much you can do to go, right, can you just tell all your friends about how awesome I am and tell that doctor and that specialist that I need to see more people because it doesn't kind of work. But I, and I think if you're in the sports industry, I think referrals make a lot more sense. Whereas if you're in the pregnancy normal, I call them the normal people, just treating the plumbers and the tradies and the whatevers and the mums and dads and the, the workers, it's actually harder to get those referrals because you are targeting your market, but there's not a lot of people referring to you because it's simply, I hurt my back on the weekend, can you help? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So I've, I've, I just pulled up my very small website. It's huge. I said the, the, the headline is we're in the business of managing pain and injury, naturally, mm-hmm. right? That's so it says. Nice. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't even said anything about massage. Yeah. And then the next one is one, no, want, want to get back to the things that you love, yeah. that you love. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking yeah. about me. Yeah, that's right. I, now, here, here I talk about me. I say, I have personally experienced the frustration of dealing with debilitating pain. Mm. That's me, right? Now, we are here to listen, work with you, and help get your pain under control so you can get back to doing the things that bring a smile to your face. Mm. It's you, 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 you. We talk about what's in it for you. Mm. That's all that's on that front page. Mm, absolutely. The only thing about that message, anything about massage on that is. It's my name, yeah. Tim Cooper Massage. Yep. The rest of it is all about them and what and what we can do for them. Absolutely. So there's nothing there about my facial release, no remedial massage, whatever. And look, you've got to have that on your site. Absolutely. Put in the what we do, 
go nuts in the detail. I can myofascially release the blah, 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 blah. You know, rock on, but not on your mm. homepage. Mm. And have the, the, for the people who just, can you fix it? Good. Who are you? That's all they want to know. Have that amount of detail. And then you can go into the massive, I've done this technique and I've done that. And also, because if a therapist is looking for someone, then great. They do want to know that stuff. And some yeah. people, I mean, you would have to click through to about three pages on our website to know about my story of scoliosis. It's not the front page news. But sometimes people would come in, and I only will mention if I think it's going to be valuable. You know, like if you've got an 89-year-old who's had a disc, um, like you said, a, a spinal fusion and is really nervous to have treatment. Oh, I had five when I was 15. <gasps> Holy crap, love. Like if I think it's going to be valuable to this person to know what I've gone through, then I'll share it. And I have no emotional reason to tell them. I'm, I'm mm. totally cool with all that that part of my, that side of my past. Then, and sometimes people say, yeah, I read that on your site. It's like, Holy crap. What that, what that tells me is that you've probably spent 10 to 15 minutes on my site before you called building trust, building trust, building trust, building trust. And an ad or a flyer is never going to do that. Mm, mm, I agree. Perfect. Okay. I think we're running out of, out of time, unfortunately, because we had those, those little blab yeah, issues. My apologies. Before. No, that's not your fault. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll blame, we'll blame blab yeah, for that. Totally. Anyway, so, but before we, before we let you go, sure. you do have a program, um, called, what's it, building? So fully booked without burnout. That's it. It's a six. Fully booked without burnout. Yeah. yeah. So it's a six week online program where we teach mindset, marketing. Uh, we help you build a website. We help therapists literally become fully booked but without getting burnt out and utilizing some of the strategies that, have, you know, we've talked about today. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, my passion is to really help therapists be able to get this stuff. And that's why I think it's awesome that there's, you know, more of us out there because, you know, my background is how I've built it. having staff, having a team running, you know, renting a commercial space. Clearly there is more than one way to skin a cat, which is awesome. Um, so if, if, you know, if this has resonated with you, then awesome. You know, give us a call, have a chat. We can talk about the program. Um, and it, yeah, I just I love being able to help people because when I was, you know, 15 years ago, there was no one doing this, and there was no kind of blueprint or map to be able to to have a go and go. Okay, well, if I took that step and that step and that step, I could have circumvented my growth to probably a six month. I could have done everything I wanted to do in six months as opposed to 10 years. Um, so that's basically what I put into the program is how to create that blueprint. Mm. I'm saying, and 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 it, I'm saying, when you 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 can hack the system because when I when I moved clinics from from one place to another, and there's about thirty k in between the two clinics, I I, I went full time. Well, I'm there five days a week at the moment. I'm, I'm going to be cutting that back, but I started full time only back in March, <laughs> beginning of March, right? And I'm and I'm I'm fully booked and I'm not burned out. Yeah. By using these these similar things that yeah. you know, not 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 identical, but yeah. you said there are. There are obviously there are things that are, are the same, mm. and there's other other areas that you can sort of go off in. But you can do it, and you can do it very very quickly and easily, just with some very very simple tweaks. Okay, so do you want to just quickly tell us where people can find you? Yeah, cool. Um, so you can check out aliciacrook.com.au, so E-L-I-C-I-A-C-R-O-O-K, um, or check me out on Facebook. Um, we've got a closed group that we run called Massage Business Support Network, which is literally just, you know, supporting you through the business side of things. Um, so you're welcome to come and request to join that. We can pop you in there. Um, but, yeah, Facebook is the best place to find me. It's where I hang out a lot of my time. <laughs> awesome, fantastic. And what I'll do is, is I'll make sure that those links are in the show notes for this episode on the Make Money with Massage podcast. Alicia, thank you very much for your time. This is great. I said this is like I, I was on that. We have spoken. Yes. We have touched base before now, and, yeah. and I, I did listen to your to your webinar a little while back, and that was really good too. So thank you. I wish you every success. And, and for for those people who are looking to to, to be serious and, and uh, you know start building. You can make money with massage, right? Don't be a massage martyr. And this, and, and this is all part of the, of the mindset. People have this disconnect between helping people and making money and, 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 and they see money as evil. And this is probably coming back to why they, they're, they're afraid to succeed is they see money as this evil and helping people as this good. And they, and there's this disconnect and they can't bring the two together. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're going to help people, 
the best way that you can make an impact in the world is to actually be able to make some money and then you can really spread the love. Mm. So you can make money. Don't, don't, no, don't devalue what you do. You bring a lot of value to a lot of people. You deserve to be rewarded for that. And the more you're rewarded, the more people you can help. That's right. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for, for, for joining. Thanks, thanks, Barb, and everybody for, for your support yet again. And uh, once again, check out uh, Alicia's site, and we'll see you in the next episode. Okay, so, well, I hope that you got value from that interview, and I hope you can see, I hope you can identify those very simple tweaks, those things that you can put into action straight away, implement today to bring about growth, to, to attract new clients, and to grow your business. So it's not rocket science. These things are very simple. There is a proven strategy, but crazily enough, it's a strategy that 95% or more of massage therapists just ignore. And that's why they struggle. But you can turn Struggle Street around very, very quickly by following these very, very simple strategies. So now, as mentioned in the interview, if you want to learn more about Alicia and her program, go to aliciacrook.com.au. That's E-L-I-C-I-A-C-R-O-O-K.com.au to find out more about her coaching program. Or you can apply for their closed group on Facebook at the Massage Business Support Network. Now, once again, links to Alicia's website and Facebook group can be found in the show notes along with a summary of today's interview and links to other useful resources for you. And you can find those show notes at makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash zero one four. Now, if you found this episode useful, I really appreciate if you could take the time to pop across to iTunes and leave us an honest rating and review because your ratings and reviews help to rent the show and the more people who can find the show, the more people we can help. And, and that's a good thing, actually helping people. Now, if you leave me a five-star review, please send me an email with the country that you're from, letting me know that you've left me a five-star review and I'll give you a shout-out on the show. And lastly, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We live in a very busy world and we are bombarded with people's opinions and ideas and concepts and everything else. Some good, some bad. But simply taking the time to listen to this podcast, I really, really do truly appreciate you. And I hope that you're taking action. I hope that you're taking information that we share and you're putting it to work, that it's helping you build the massage business of your dreams. And until next time, take care. Take care.